been really quick. Yeah. Um. We no. We were up to like this. We I gave a. Uh, I like divided into six parts. So maybe we can divide. It okay. Up. Um. I like I put the the thing in my slides. Um. Where there is first the minagim, like that's what we just discussed, like which way to light it. That's all the minagim that he has about Hanukkah. Then he discussed the kedushat hayamim, the the level of the day actually, and then there's the ablaka and the bracha and different parts of that basically. So where we're up to is here. Um, move it. Uh, so we did this last time and somewhat this. Okay, the, up to here. Aval and Yan We put him. Right. So basically, what we've understood was like this. So Darizal explained us and he references some, uh, the main place where he talks about this is where it's printed in Shara Kazanis in the Shkodesh. And in the Shkodesh, he explained that there's all these different levels, right? There's at least three different kinds of uh, holidays, different kinds of Yom Yom Kedoshim. Uh, there's Shabbos, there's Yom Tev, and then there's weekday holidays, basically. We, we could kind of divide it into three categories. Shabbos, Yom Tev, and of course, there's a bunch of different Yom Tev, and there's also a, bit, a bunch of different Shabbos, but he doesn't kind of have, they're all the same. Um, right, there's 52 in a year, at least, uh, something like that. <laughs> but anyways, so the Shabbos, is Yom Tev, and then there's Rosh Chodesh and Hanukkah Purim. So Rosh Chodesh and Hanukkah Purim are kind of Yom Tev, where there is where there's still weekday, right? There's still the Mesachah, there's still no... Uh, Mr. Malak right. and so on. Oh, I'm sorry. You could mute or mute whatever you want. Um, now that is all explained basically. And last time I went through, you could unmute yourself if you want. I'm sorry, I didn't. Um, last time that is all went through, uh, we went through like seven different ways in which that is all uh, can differentiate between different uh, kinds of days, different kinds of Kedushat uh, Hayamim. In the most basic sense, there are, as we see, uh, what we're going to be discussing here is that there's kind of three different, three things that are important. One is what he calls the aliyot, or the levels of Moichin. They're also the level of aliyat alamot, which is not exactly the same thing as Moichin, but uh, we could kind of combine it. In that aspect, if we, if we think about that category, about that scale, then Shabbos is on the top, because then Shabbos we arrive at least until Abavimailain and actually by Mincha until Arif. So that's the Kesser, so that's the highest level which we could more or less get to. So Shabbos is the highest. That's why Shabbos has the most Ismailukha. We could see Shabbos is the Shabbos is the holiest kind of day that really exists. And at least in that sense. In another sense, Yamtiv has has something um, which Shabbos doesn't have. Which is that it has simcha, right? What? Yeah. I would have also thought, thought the, the mitzvah to serve the Yom Tov, not Shavuot, I guess, but Sukkot Pesach, you know? They have mitzvahs which are specific to them. Okay, that would be part yeah. of the third thing, which is like when we differentiate in Yom Tov. First, we're talking right. about like Yom Tov as a category in itself. Right, 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 but, right. Um, we have to understand the, the exact model of Yom Tov, but we can see that Yom Tov has, has something over Shabbos. Obviously, it's, it has Simcha. It has, uh, it's kind of comes less. So it's rare, more rare. There's not one Yom Tov every week. So in that sense, there's some Malat Yom Tov and Shabbos, although in the level of Olamas, we would only be, we would never arrive. It's that generally, we call it only the level of, of Bin and not the level of Pachma, although that's, Needs to be specified exactly what it means. But it's a lower level, lower level of Moich, definitely not Arich like, like Shabbos. I mean. But from the part, the thing where Yom Tov is better than Shabbos has at least, again, a few different ways of talking about them. Um, but the basic, the basic uh, thing about Yom Tov is he talks about Yom Tov having, I'm confused now, I'm forgetting what he said about Yom Tov. Yeah, he said that Yom Tov has, uh, 
yeah, we, no, nobody really understands what he means, but he says that Yamtiv has a certain the level of Moichin that the Zaget is going to be with less Levush. So and somehow he has a purer life, a pure, more more revealed kind of life than Yamtiv, which is different than Shabbos. But that's, that's, and that's why we have Simcha on Yamtiv, which we don't have on Shabbos. Now, when we talk about, but that's not really our, so now that's not really our discussion because Kanak is not either a Shabbos or a Yom Tov. If anything, it's more similar to a Yom Tov than a Shabbos. Maybe in some ways it's more similar to a Shabbos, actually. We can think about that. Hmm. And the thing that Hanukkah is different, and Rish Hodesh actually has something similar, is in the third aspect, which is the aspect of the Nook. When, for example, that Rizal says, we see that Rish Hodesh is the, the good example, because we know that Rish Hodesh is it's connected to women more than to men. There's like this whole story about the women having a shkodesh and not the men. And according to Arizal, that means because the aliyah of Zah is not so major on a shkodesh. It doesn't have such a high level. But the Nook actually has something which he doesn't have on a shkodesh even. That's one thing. And it's more specifically or more importantly, she gets her her life, her ra'ara, by herself. So we have a rule generally on Shabbos and a Yom Tif possibly, although maybe Yom Tif, uh, there's some details in that. On Shabbos, Yom Tiv, on weekdays, the general order, the general seder of thing, is that the Zah receives, whichever Meichna are going to come down, whichever light is going to come, the Zah receives it, and then, in other words, he receives both, it's like a Bechar, the result, so it's like a Bechar, who gets Pishnaim, he gets double, his, his double portion, so he takes one for himself, and the other one he gives to the Nook, so she gets her, her part, but she doesn't get it independently, she gets it through her husband, that's that is a call. That's called like Leah's college side of advice. So that means that the husband is the boss. That's that's what it means. And that's how he understands it. Um, when when there is a shchaydesh, and as we'll see Hanukkah and Purim also, and after it's all the weekday holidays, basically, that's at least in my categorization. Uh, the nook has something where it receives its 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 by itself. In other words, if we'll, for example. If we talk about Moichin coming from Abba Ve'ema, actually, that is what here talks about it a little differently. He talks about it coming from Netzach and Hoidiza, which is weird. From inside, there's Abba Ve'ema. If you go back to where he talks about it in other places, we know that, that all light comes from inside, nothing really comes from Zah. What we're talking about when we talk about Netzach and Hoidiza, we're talking about um, what's, what's inside that. It goes through that, it goes through the Netzach and Hoidiza. But it, what we're talking about really is Moichin from Abba Ve'ema and Moichin Dava, Moichin Ve'ema, and so on. And Generally, and in a normal day, including a Shabbos, um, the Zah will take both and then give it to the Nook. On the Shvaydish and on Hanukkah and Purim, the Nook will take her own by herself independently, and he will take it and he will take his own independently too. And in that sense, in, in her perspective at least, there is something uh, greater on Hanukkah and, and Shvaydish and Purim than even than any other Shabbos or Yom Tif. And I'm assuming that that's somewhat the connection in terms of Hanukkah and Rosh Chodesh. We're talking about women not doing uh, malacha. Yeah, there's, there's also something for women not to do malacha when, when we light the, the Hanukkah, right? The Hanukkah candles, right. Yeah, and, and on Rosh Chodesh too. So that seems like yeah. a parallel. There's also another connection where actually Hanukkah is weird in that uh, I always think about this, that uh, Shabbos lights. So the Shabbos also has candles, which the women light generally. And, and Hanukkah, they don't. I mean, at least generally, the, it's the man mm -hmm. that's lighting the Hanukkah candles. So in some sense, it's like, I don't know, the remis could be like that the, that the women's part gets more important. Like it's uh, the lighting the candles, which is kind of just the light, just the lighting the candles. And now it becomes like this whole big thing. Like it's, uh, and, and sadly, she doesn't do it anymore. <laughs> right. But, but maybe she should. But that's, uh, that seems to be like something what's going on also about Hanukkah and, and women. Uh, yeah, so that's let, let me read how he says it, and maybe we'll try to also like understand it and, and move on from that to other things. Okay. So basically, what he said before was I think we read this. Uh, each one has to set his This is actually a big kiddush of the to think about it. In other words, not everyone. It's not necessary to think of Hanukkah and Purim as a young thing. You could think about of them if you want. Uh, just a day which has some mitzvahs or some, you know, celebra even celebration like like thanks and things like that. But we, we might say that since, maybe since it's the Rabbanon, since it's not, it's not biblical or, or for whatever reason, we could say 
that the day doesn't have any holiness in, in the sense of the day. Like there's no Yom Hanukkah. There's, there's just uh, things to do on Hanukkah and so on, but there's not a Kaddishas HaYom. Like we talk about Yom Tev, it literally means a good day, right? Which in right. deeper language would mean a day which in its own thing has some has something going for it. And, and that is, I was actually, he quotes Azar later. And I remember where and later he quotes the Kunizar, which actually, when he organized all the Yom he actually included Tanakh and Purim, and he said that they're also, in other words, he Zohar said a whole medrash that it says, uh, I have to remember what it is, it says, Elam Adhe Hashem, and I mean, I'm going to quote it in a second. Yeah, that was second. And the Zohar says, Elam Adhe Hashem, so Adhe Hashem, Adhe Avaya is... The three, the three ones that Hashem made. Then oh. there's other three. It says, it says something, there's some, I don't have the whole pasuk here again. That's the pasuk. Uh, that's the pasuk. Something like that. That's in Pasha's am I right? Don't, don't ask me, I just know the part that's in Kiddush. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but in Kiddush we skip to the to the to the word in the end. We say like Um Yeah, so that's the first. And the Zohar tries to like be Dorish the the double language where there's Ma'ad Hashem and there's Elohim Ma'ada. So it said Ma'ad Hashem that's three Ma'ad Mederes, and then Elohim Ma'ada is teaching us that there's another three Ma'adim, which are Ma'adai, but they're not not Mikroikoidish. Because Mikra Kodesh means that you're not allowed to do Malachar. But these other three, and he calls them, he actually says Rosh Hashanah, Hanukkah, and Purim. I don't know why Rosh Hashanah is not, is, is actually counted, is actually here. In our language, maybe we should say Rosh Hanukkah. Oh, I was thinking Rosh Hanukkah would be here. Yeah, that would be better. Rosh Hashanah is actually, is actually uh, in that passion. So I don't know. But to him, it's Rosh Hashanah, because in his, in his, so this goes back to like very, uh, this big discussion on how to actually organize the Mi'adim, because generally, the Pesach, Shvetz, and Sikhs are kind of easy because it's Pesach, Tiferes. So generally we talk about Pesach, Gesed, Sikhs, Gvura, and Hanukkah, and Shvetz, Tiferes. Um, now what do we do with the rest? And so basically there's another, how do we count? There's another bunch of things that we don't have in that order. So there's Shanae and Kippur, which are another two, which are Deraisa. And then there's Hanukkah, Tiferes, uh, Maybe some more that we could think of. So, um, so at least one of the ways in which the Zohar seems to, to organize it is to say that Ashana Hanukkah Purim are the Shoshana will be Yisoy according to this, and Hanukkah Purim Netzach That seems to be how he understands it. And then what he says is he says it openly later. Well, he actually does it a little differently. He says. Pesach Yimin, Hashana Smile, Shvez Emtza, and then he skipped Sukkot over there. I don't know how he did that. So we would include, um, yeah, we don't really know. Oh, then he put Sukkot in Malchus because because Malchus Sukkot is the Yichud, and that's Shminetzer is the Malchus. And Hanukkah and would be the Netzach Vahoid. In any case, that's the second the second level. It's, it's very much connected to how that is understand it. It's the second level of. Uh, or he says took as he saw it, that's how he has different ways of, of organizing it exactly. I've, I've written about this already, but I forget what it was. <laughs> Anyways, so Tachlis is that let's go back to where we are. So there's there's a there's regular me'adim, that's a re, like the Zohar said, El Me'ade Hashem, and then there's Ele Me'ade, which are mine, but they don't, they wouldn't, maybe we could say they're not called specifically Me'ade Hashem or Mikhail Kurdish. But they have to, but they do have the Sefis Kedusha in their, in their day themselves. So there's some kind of Something going on in, in the day, in the day, in the timings of them, but they're not the same. And he said, So of course, Shabbos, Yom Tov, and Shvodesh, they each have their own thing, which I've kind of summarized something of with. Amnam, So now the words basically intends for you to fill in here what he explained to you mainly about Shvodesh. So Shvodesh he explained that on a regular day. On a regular day, he talks about the net, the the level of the of the zone, level of the really yakev that he talks about, um, which level their yichud is at. And there's a different way of saying it, but in general, he talks about 
the the teferis, which is the the masculine side in, in the yichah that happens in, in a regular day, and standing in the netzach, so in the netzach of Zao, maybe in the netzach of the entire Atzilus, which is not 100% clear. That's that's kind of his level of uh, where he is, and in the netzach he he receives his his his, his and whatever they are, and actually in the regular day he also receives what's in the left side in the hood of Zah, and then he would give that to Rachel to the Nuk, uh, and that's how that's the yichud of, of a regular day. And on Shabbos we talked about how um, what did we talk about Shabbos? Yeah, so on the she said that they both them. Um, I'm sorry. Then the Shkodesh, they both both of the others come from the right side, from the Netzach of the Zah, but she takes it herself. So the so the Nuk, the Rochel takes it herself. Her, her mm-hmm. heart, she doesn't need that's that's the Shkodesh, and then she has. A lot of different. That's in other words, what he says. So this, I think that that's that's why this 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 sentence is, reads weirdly because he's kind of filling in something that he said in Rishon Shkodesh. If you look in Rishon Shkodesh, Rishon Shkodesh more or less says that in Rishon there's some something called Aliyah. So in Rishon we talk about we say Yalev Yevay. That's the other chat. And Yalev Yevay. What's Yalev Yevay? Yalev Yevay means that the the zon, the Yaakov Rachel, are having elevation. They're going up. Where they're going up to? So generally they're in Netzach and in Hod. So he's in Netzach and she's in Hod. And as far as they go up, they each they go up. They both go to Netzach. In other words, both of the both of the Abba and both of Emma, they're both are going to come out of Netzach. And not only that, but the Nook is going to take it by herself. She's not going to wait for her husband to take it first. She's going to take it by herself. That's uh, what he says about Rishchayde. Uh, so Rishchayde is kind of everyone going up. So if you if you think about Netzach as being higher, which is how he thinks about it here, right? Because Netzach is before height. So we think about the Aleph here, but there's an Aliyah. That we're going up to Netzach, and over there we're receiving what we need, and and it could be that then we sta- we'll still stand in Hoyt, but we're receiving it from Netzach. So that's that's the Aliyah of the Shkodesh. That's what we say Yalef Yovan the Shkodesh, and so on. Avol in Chanukah which is the other side of the kind of the other side of the weekday kind of Yom is Boifin Achik Yavayu, meaning Yaakov Rachel. That's I I wrote that parenthesis, but that's definitely what it means. In so in other words, just like on the Shkodesh, we could say Tavai was Benetzach, they're both Benetzach, and she will take it herself, which is going to explain here. But on Hanukkah and Purim, they're both in Hoyt. That's how he, he explains it. So Hanukkah and Purim, in this sense, are both the same. So he seems to say. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm a little lost. We're saying on a weekday, it's Netzach and Hod, right? Abba Netzach and Yimai and Hod. I mean, do I need to put color in? On Yom Chod. Yes. And so that would seem like Hanukkah and Purim are, are Yerida in terms of both of them being in Hod. Yes, that, that's his question in the next line. If you got to that question, then you understand. Oh, I, I didn't. Yeah. No, if you got that question, then it's a good question. Because then, yeah, it does seem to be Yerida, at least for him, right? Maybe it's her place generally, but it seems to be Yerida. So that's a good okay. question. So that if you if you, if we got to that question, then we're following. Okay. What you said. Now it goes. So in Shachlis, we talked about every regular Shachlis, well, because the regular Mincha is slightly different. So this is this is the regular Shachlis kind of way of thinking, because Mincha we talk about Leia and Mariv and so on. But in general, this is Shachlis. So we talked about Yaakov Benetzach Malchus Behoit, Ikfiza, Hachol the Kodesh Yosimachanik Repir, Mashkeberin Behoit. According to this, so even a regular week that would be better than than Hanukkah. So it seems like they're just beginning worse, right? And as far as I understand, we're both going to Netzach, so that's going up. A right. weekday is kind of in the middle. And Hanukkah Pirim is saying like they're going down. So that's kind of it sounds like that's that Hanukkah Pirim are even worse, less Kodesh than a regular day. And that it says the Avala Indian, so the answer is what I explained about Yom Tov, just like I explained about Yom Tov. 
really mostly about Rishkadesh, but also about Yamtiv. Um, in other words, this, this point is the same Rishkadesh and Yamtiv that, that he said over there. Um, Says that although that's what he said in that finish. Although, if you think about the level, right? If you think about the height, so there's two different aspects that you have to keep in your mind. If you talk about how high you are, so yes, you're right. Uh, for example, Shabbos is higher than Yamtiv. Shabbos is higher than Yamtiv, and Hanukkah and Prima even lower than a week. Yes, that's true. He doesn't just, he doesn't even try to negate that. That's true. But but you have to think about a different a different aspect, which is we could call it the independence. This doesn't really mean the independence, but we'll get to that. We could talk about how we I'll, the, the more correct definition would be how many steps does the order need to go through until it gets to you? Because mm-hmm. dependence is kind of overrated. That's not really what we're talking about. When we're talking about this, how many steps does the every time there's another step? Which in that is of understanding because it was always a causal step, right? The step is not just like it's not only in space, but not, there's no space anywhere. Talking about it being like it, it changes somehow every every time it goes down another level, you're getting it into with another chat, basically, with another wish, another uh, another another person's interpretation, another spirit, right? It's, it's being interpreted okay. again. It's being like kind of this like a game of telephone, somewhat. It gets another, and therefore, any time that the nook is receiving only through. Her husband only through Yaakov. Um, there's there's a problem in that. In other words, of course that's how it's that there's some there's some correctness in that because that's what we call a yichad and generally, what we call a yichad generally, is is talking about like like Rizal says the the husband is supposed to be the master of the house. That's how that's how life is supposed to work according to him. But there's still a problem with that. In other words, at least from from the way it looks to her, that means that she never gets the. She never gets the light mm. quick source. She's always getting getting second hand, second hand light. Um, right. Which is actually what connects her to him because she needs him. So there's a, there's a neediness, but that's what it is. But when it's oh. Yamtiv, and that's really one of the reasons why Yamtiv is more exciting than Shabbos, is because we're kind of jumping, kind of skipping that that whole uh, that whole level, that mm-hmm. whole uh, um, call it like interpretation or uh, right. Asha or. I have, a good, I, have a, I have a good parable in my mind. Which is? So, so one is, if we're talking about Netzach, you know, let's just say Netzach is like, if you can access Netzach directly, that's like knowing the king. If you know somebody who knows the king, then that's the idea of having to go through, that's the idea of having to go through, uh, uh, through, through Nook and then to get to it. Yeah, that, that, but, but another level would be, so you don't know the king, but you know the minister that you need for this department directly. And in some ways, that's better than knowing somebody who knows the king. Again? Sorry. If you know what? If you know him directly? If, if you have a personal relationship with a viceroy, it might still be better than just knowing somebody who knows the king. Okay, right. You, you, you see what I mean? Yeah, so what's the what's the nimshal? I'm kind of getting that the so, so the nimshal is not for if, if you can go you can go straight to the source, even though it's at a lower level, even if though it's nook is at hood, even though they're both at hood, right, it's at right. a lower no, level, you can go straight. Right. We, have you have to, the, we have to get around. I understand you're trying right, to you have you have right. direct access to it. Have to think of the, as, right. We have to get around po- right. We have to think about to, that. Right. As, as opposed to going higher but having to go through another intermediary okay. together. I'm not, I'm not you you jump a step for me. Because I need to, I need to first, so let's let's try to uh, slow down a second. Um, so we understand. So that's that's the first thing. So right. So in other words, let's. The, the, the question is why you have to go even lower for that, right? If you talk about Yomtiv, for example, we talk about Yomtiv is not as high uh, level as Shabbos, but it has a different mile, which is that it's more direct, right? It's less. There's less steps in it, which is a great thing, and therefore. Although you don't, you didn't get to where you get on Shabbos, which really is better, uh, but you got there in a more direct way. Wherever, you, whatever that would be like a, the basic way of thinking about the difference between and Shabbos would be, if you want to translate it to like an Avada kind of thing, you would say it's about Yegiya Kapecha Kesecha, right? Uh, there's, there's the magic language from the 
People are more happy with their own one little thing than with ten of that you need to get from someone else, right? It's like right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. that kind of that kind of language. So in other words, so yes, you have less, but it's mine. Whatever I have is mine, and that's that's why I'm more happy. But Tachani, we could talk that talk about that as being a more uh yeshistic way of thinking. There's there's something where you're where you're worried about if it's yours. In other words, if you could feel ownership over it, if you could, uh, you could like say uh, it's mine, uh, which is interesting if you, because that's kind of the side of the world, which is, which is what the world being a world is all about, right? It's about humans having. Um, if you think about it from the other perspective, if you think about it in a Shabbatic way, where you're not really worried about yourself, you're not really worried. You're more happy to have the truth and not not it be your truth because <laughs> it's more true that's like a shabbos way of thinking about the, about about the like there's a big difference between shabbos and yom in that, in that sense and they both have something going for them. it's not that uh it's not that uh, right we could kind of see how they're both um worth thinking about like you know you could talk about should i go to you know there's some Should I go to a bigger Rebbe where I technically will have more, more a bigger uh, like level, but I won't really understand it. That's one right. way of talking about. Or should I just go to where to my friends, which where we understand each other and whatever whatever little I do understand, at least I understand it. That would, that would be more of a, like a difference between Kimi and Market. Right. It's yeah. Kind of similar. It's similar. Same. So, so yeah, pretty much the same idea. Yeah. Now. That's that's generally that would be the only difference between Shabbos and Yom. But the, the, the interesting thing here that is even something even worse than that, which we have to think of. So there's there's difference between Hanukkah and a regular Yom. Hanukkah is not only a Yom tip, but there's something like like it talks about the but actually more about Hanukkah specifically, and I guess Purim also, which is that uh, let me finish reading, uh, which is that because the, let me. I'm, I'm in the third paragraph, I guess. Can you can? Can you be whole? Yaakov Yonik Rostev and Chalikor Shalom and Netzach Vimena Hoid. Achach Nosin Loha Rostev Limshach Manahoid Al Yoda. So, in, in a week, the Yaakov is going to get his part and her part from both the right and left side. And then he'll give her her part. So, this that's kind of weird because if he's on the right side, then why would he like intercept her? Right. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's actually how he's going to say it. Ablata Bechanaki Pirem. So she doesn't need him. She's not a tough to him. She has her own her own source. So then, so this is something which we have to uh, actually understand better. Why, in other words. What is why why do we have this tirida? Why why do we have this like going down to hoid? Or you could say, well, maybe the hoid she can understand by herself, but that's not correct because the hoid she's always getting hoid. The hoid is always considered her part. So we can't say that okay, you're going to your part because it's always her part. We just say, well, your part you get Ali Debala, because that's that's the order of things. Otherwise, you wouldn't be called the nook. <laughs> the whole idea of being a nook is that you're getting it from him. Like otherwise, it's kind of that's not like the definition of it. So what what does this actually uh, mean if they're if they're both in Hoyden and she gets it? In other words, is there something? Let's let's rephrase the question: Is there something in the being in the Hoydenness of everything, which is actually what causes maybe the the what we call in the, her independence? The direct, oh, her directness. Yeah, that's a better word. That makes sense. Or is there something in that that it's Tamazoi uh, related to? Hanukkah and, and therefore there's everything is like this. No, that seems I think the first one makes sense because we've seen both instances she's only independent when they are in the same place. Right? She's why, so let's why isn't so what's the reasoning? Like why isn't she in, in Netzach like Arish We say something like that, something similar. Um why aren't they together in Netzach? What's the difference between going to Netzach and going to Hod? So why that? Yeah. Why? Why in, in the Shredesh we say they're both in Netzach, but on Purim and Hanukkah we say they're both in Hod. Where do we get that from? Actually, I don't know where we get it from, but I would reason it as. Oh, what is it about? 
Rosh Chodesh is, is a is a deraita, you know, it's a, it's an actual thing where Purim and Hanukkah you'd expect them to be a level lower, as it were. Right? There's no masaf. Mm-hmm. So what seems what seems at least there's definitely a connection to this, and we have to uh, uh, discover exactly how. What seems to me is that uh, this has to do somewhat with the third part. In other words, he's kind of uh, jumping between different different scales of things, which we have to keep in mind. In other words, there's one scale which is talking about, like we said, the difference between Yom Tiv and Shabbos. So we talk about the difference between Yom Tiv, including so the Shred, So it's like the Shredish Hanukkah and Purim are Yom They're not. They're not many Shabbos. They're they're Yom right? They have some kind of Aliyah. Maybe we can think about what kind of Aliyah. The Shred definitely has some kind of Aliyah. Um, Hanukkah and Purim, he doesn't speak of any Aliyah over here, at least, but we don't really know, but maybe there is some. But that's not, that's, that, that's one, uh, that's one aspect in which they're definitely not so interesting. The, the aspect in which Yom Tev and Hanukkah and Purim are interesting are the aspect in which she Mikavel is the Atzma. Now, of course, that itself, we could, we should try to understand uh, somewhat better. What is, what is the, um, what do we gain out of being more direct? What do we gain out of going through less steps? Of course, it's kind of, it's obvious. Well, um, maybe that's one thing. And the second, now that there's a third scale, actually. I don't know about it. Maybe it's not a third scale, but there's a third, um, a difference. There's a third, the third uh, order, which is the order of the Bimtoivim in themselves being different from each other, right? So we learn, um, uh, and we he discussed this also in the place he referenced in the Drush of the Shkodesh. We learn about Pesach being on the right and Rishon on the left and so on. That is actually over here is going that Pesach is on the right, Rishon is on the left, so because it's in the middle. So however, um, so again, there's different ways of organizing them. But and he says, what does that mean? What where is that talking about? In other words, it's not talking about the level. That's how he understands it. Because we could say both Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and, well, forget about Yom Kippur and Pesach and Sikhs have both the same level. They're both Yom Kippur. So in, in the sense of how high you are, or we could even say, and they also both have this thing of the Nook being on her own. So they're both, they all have this kind of, this kind of thing that Shabbos doesn't have, but they all have that. So what is the difference between them and themselves? And, and we have the Zohar's idea of, this, of the Yom Tovim being divided according to the different spirits and Pesach being Chesed and so on. But that can't mean that on Shrena we're on as high as Chesed and on Hanukkah we're only at Netzach or something like that. That's not really what it means because we know that we're always at the same high or in Binna or whoever, however you understand Yom Tovim. So therefore, that Izal explains that what it means, is, so he has a pathetic to that question. What he explains is that what it means is that when we talk about Hanukkah being on, on the right, uh, Pesach, for example, being on the right side, what we mean is that everything that happens on Pesach comes through the right side. Well, we could talk about the Kavanetzach or maybe the maybe even the Chesed, but that's uh, uh, just depending on which level you're up to. But wherever you are, well, everything you're going to do is going to be through the right side. So in other words, we, we talked last week, we called it like which elevator you go up on. So you can, you can go, we need to go on to every floor. And of course, there's a limit. If, if it would be Shabbos, you can go to a higher floor maybe, and in Yom Tev and so on. But there's a bunch of different elevators which take you there. Or another way of saying it, if you think of the kind of way, there's a bunch of different sides and where to get it from. And what happens on Rosh when we say Rosh is is Gevrida, for example, what we mean to say by Rosh Hashanah being Gvura is that Rosh Hashanah doesn't mean that we're only in Gvura. We have to go to Chachma, to Bina, to Chesed, to all of them. But what we mean is that we're using the, the Gvura elevator. What we mean is that everything you're going to get is going to come through that side. And over there, whatever's going to happen, the look taking yourself or the look taking from the Zah, whatever is happening is happening in the in the medium of the of the Gvura. And the same thing when we talk about Pesach being Chesed and, and so on. So therefore, the same thing if we talk about it uh, seems that if we talk about Hanukkah and Purim being Netzachoid, which seems to be not only, in other words, that it's, there's two meanings to that. Let's remember that there's two meanings to that. That there's one meaning to that where maybe it's also on that level in some sense. And we have to understand which Netzachoid level that would mean. Maybe there's some such a meaning to that. 
But the main meaning, right? And there's another meaning to that, second meaning to that, which is in the Arizal system, which is both being in Hoy. So for example, if Zechanek and Hoyd, I would say, okay, so both being are, are in Hoy. But there's actually a third meaning, which might be what he actually means in the second meaning. And the third meaning is that Hanukkah, everything that happens, happens in the medium of, of Hoyt. And maybe on, on Purim, it would be all in Netzach, which is actually not sure if it's something that he explicitly says, but that might be uh, true for Purim. Which could the last part? I mean, I'm seeing him grouping Hanukkah and Purim together. Yeah, over here, he definitely put them together. But if you think about this aspect, they actually shouldn't be together because if you think about uh, organizing the spirit, the 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 and the on the order of the spirits, then you would generally say, and this is mm-hmm. generally what what that Rizal says, uh, he says it at the fetish in in, uh, in the Drishavrish Vedish, I think. He says he calls Hanukkah the left, the hoid and Purim the Netzah. So in other words, they would be separated in that sense. So in other words, when we say that Hanukkah is Bahoid, what we might mean is not specifically that it's only in the hive. What we mean is that everything would work through the hive. Hmm. Interesting that he puts Purim above Hanukkah in that analysis. Hmm. Or before. That makes sense in many ways because one, it actually happened before. Uh, there's something with Purim. Right, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, actually, you're right. Um, it, it's, and I see like more there. It's like it actually somewhat is, a, in, in some sense, is, is above it, right? It's, uh, it's like Divya Kabbalah. It's actually in in the Tanakh, right. in the Tanakh, so it actually right. makes sense. I see that. There are some, there are some reasons to make, to make it the opposite. It's not, uh, not doesn't necessarily have to be like that, but it seems like he generally uh, thinks of it that way. Now, at least if we connect what he's talking about here to that, then we could explain that on Hanukkah, but he, he definitely says Pidim also over here, but maybe we could say that Pidim would be the same thing happening on the Netzach, oh. be very similar to the Shkoyders, but that's maybe not, doesn't, maybe that's not a good idea. <laughs> Uh, maybe we should keep Hanukkah and Purim in the same in the same story over here. And anyways, this is this is the the big um, uh, the big idea. At least that is one of the results big ideas about uh, Hanukkah and Purim being uh, not specifically elevated, but specifically direct. Have some kind of directness that we don't have in uh, any other time really. Um, of, uh, of course, it's true that every yamtiv has that. So, in that sense, it wouldn't be uh, very different than any other than any other, any other yamtiv. But any other yamtiv would have its own aliyot and its own uh, kind of levels. But uh, this one would be the hard one. So that's what it seems to seems to be saying. Um, there's something now. I'm I'm gonna skip around to something in the end, which might connect to this. At least uh, many people understand it to connect to this, and that's um, where it talks about Shabbos and Hanukkah. Okay. Um, I'm gonna jump to this and get around maybe somehow. Um, it's in more or less almost in the end. Almost in the end of the whole of the whole thing. Um, it's actually it? not end, like the last. It's the last. Yeah, I got last, it. last. Last paragraph. I got it. So basically, after we set up the the kushis in other words, theoretically, everything that we do in Hanukkah would be in that level. At least if you understand it in my way, which is that that's the hoid, the general hoid of Hanukkah being related related to hoid. Then everything that we do in Hanukkah, in other words, we do hadlakas and we do obviously. Um, which actually matches very well because we know that, um, for example, we know that the Brechas the is definitely connected to the Hoyt. That would be actually the, maybe the strongest uh, connection here because we have so generally that is all in the Zara understand. Uh, sorry. The last three Brechas of Shemanesra is corresponding to Netzachoid Yisoyed. That was his chat for Ritzay. Is connected to Netzach, and that's what he said. That's why I'm sure if you say Yalav where do we say it? We say it by Ritzah, because Ritzah is the Netzach, so that's and that's where the Aliyah of Shkodes. Actually, every Yom Tov we say it there also, so that actually is a problem. Right. Proves a little too uh, much, yeah. But, but we, could, we, could, we could try to make that work, maybe. But um, at least the Shkodes is 
In other words, let's we could say it like this: Shchodesh belongs to is. If you think of Shmanesra, then a Shchodesh would be Rikhsar to say, well, Yemen Poven have their own Rachaim play, so the whole, the whole, they take over the whole thing. But now, if we're thinking of the weekday holidays, then you know, you have a Shchodesh which takes off, which takes say, which has its own Aliyah to Netzach, we could say. Then we have Hanukkah and Purim, which take Poiv, right? From the Moedim, that's where we have the Tzachabat Pilah of Hanukkah and Purim, which means that if you think of what kind of achievement there is for Hanukkah, Tosefet, isn't it? I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, what kind of, if you think of what kind of the there is on Hanukkah and Pirim, which um, this end is the same, it's going to be in Alanism, right? In uh, in Hoyt. In the, in the, in the Kansa Hoyt. Then we have to think of something for the Soyt. We don't know uh, for now. Sim Shalom, there's, uh, I don't know which one, which uh, maybe. Uh, that is actually says, and and the Ramatel once said that that he saw it would be uh, um, but that's that's one one of his ways of thinking of it. But anyway, in, in that sense, Hanukkah uh, and definitely belong in the in the hood. And if you if you think about that, then that's actually a way of, of thinking of it in a more uh, again like in a more avoided way. Where you could think of what what do you what kind of thing gets uh, gained on Hanukkah and what kind of uh, aspect gets actually uh, strengthened in, in that in that day, right? It's not a, not really about something you do because tefillah generally we can talk about tefillah also in two different ways. We talk about tefillah as uh, what we do, and you talk about tefillah as what uh, happens, right? And and actually in Shmones and so on, you would you would think about about ten different parts of it. Because you could think of, uh, uh, for example, the middle bracha is generally what we're, we're, we're doing work, right? We're talking about bakasha, but the bakasha basically means even on Shabbos we talk about the bakasha of of Shabbos of uh, it's, um, how do we say all of those is, is actually the work. Where we talk about the different two things. There's 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 always spiritual work. There's not only even if we rest on Shabbos we do some work. So that that belongs in the middle of Shemines. That's kind of where we. Where we work, where we we're trying to move from one space to another, and the first three brachas is just uh, is just about God. It's just about uh, how we understand God that day. And actually, the the only interestingly the only uh, time in the year where we change that is in Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, which seems to be the most. Uh, and in me, it, it's it's like Chabad Chacham Ben the first three, if you, if you want to think like this, and no, maybe not exactly, but it seems to be that the, the most. Uh, um, the days that belong the most to creating understanding, to creating actual uh, uh, which would be that I said it's much and then in every yamtiv we change the middle and then in the last three we actually also change and because we add the Sefechaim and all of that but uh, on, a, on, a, on a weekday holiday we add in Ritzai, which is Ritzai is kind of the, it's, it's like it's, it's basically a, it's a tefillah it's a tefillah for the acceptance of tefillah, right? That's basically, we add in a because since we should be talking about Avayda, it's kind of a sidetrack. It's kind of uh, weird. In other words, we, we, weird that we end in but really what we just mean is accept our prayers, uh, accept our Avayda. Since Avayda is supposed to be in the Samikdash and so on, we get into that, that discussion. That's why there's a different Nisach. That's some people and the Ashkenaz people say on on, on Yom Niran, which is actually an ancient minister. Which is One could then ask, what's uh, the difference between, between Shmakuleinu, let's say? No, Shmakuleinu is literally just mis- being misspelled. Shmakuleinu is a catch-all prayer. Not really, the, it finishes Shmeat Fila, but it really what it means is, is I'm praying, so please answer my prayers. It's not about accepting my prayers. It's a different thing. It's just, we have like this list of fillers, like, Das, Slicha, whatever, all of the things that we pray for, and then we made a catch-all one, like anything else. But that's it's it's not it's not it's still like part if you think about a carbon for example it's still about it's still part of bringing the carbon then there's another bracha which is Allah like accept it or or actually we know you if, if you think about Kabbalah language actually let the ichad of, of of that we were doing actually happen right let it let it actually happen and and that acceptance is I think where the Yom generally but again we think about weekday here because that's where we uh, where would that would be uh, noticeable in that way. Uh, we talk about that's that's what Ishkadesh is about. Like it's it's not so much about something that you're doing. I don't think we do much on Ishkadesh. 
but it's more about okay so now we kind of like like you know like and there's like like there's some angel that push her to fill us up <laughs> that's that's an image right so that's that's what it's said really like accept it so get pushed off so that's that's rear if, if you're a Shkodesh or even gen, i think generally even pleasant are connected to that it's like what now that we've done something what we've done shall be shall work so she'll be uh uh, accept it to be uh, uh, to actually bring you somewhere, all kind of things like that, you know. Um, like you know, Yaakov says to Esau, "I give you all these gifts, and now you have to accept the gifts." Right? He could say, "No, I don't want your gifts." That's that's like what Esau tried to do, to do last week, right? I don't need it. That's the opposite of it. That means I do need it, right? So I, it kind of works. It, it did that. Um, we could consider that kind of an an, an it's like the, I don't know exactly how to talk about it, but that's what it is. And then we have the Bihasmoidim, which is basically thanks. It's, it's literally thank you. Uh, thank you for accepting, right? Uh, thank you for, for giving me everything. Thank you, for, thank you for all of that. And it's in the thank you and that happens every day because there's always, there's always thanks. And that's why in a certain sense, we talk about every day. So every day the Yichud happens between Netzach and Hood. That's, that's really the, the image here, right? In other words, we do all of these great things. We talk about the Alhani and which is like very uh, abstract, lofty uh, present. And then we we try to work with that, like open and therefore and therefore all of these things. And then we have to get to the we have to actually close it, we have to actually make it make it into something. And the last are about making it into something, about making it into a yikh. is always going to be at Sort of at the end. In other words, now it's about uh, um, finishing it, about uh, you know uh, putting a stamp on it or, or making it uh, making it arrive. Uh, right, the language of, of the Gemara is kevet You received something, but now you have to like there's there's a there's a there's a correct way of of finishing things. Of actually. Uh, um, that's all the words I have for this now, and and that's where that's where yamtivim are, are better. And and between that, generally, it's always true. That's what I'm saying. But it's always true that the yichud is going to happen kind of between these two things. So we can talk about the 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 god or the the higher aspect of the, the tzvaras being being benetzach. In other words, he has accepted you. Or there's there's a there's the ratzeh, and then the other side, the receiving side, right? And and that's this goes back to one of my I. One of my first classes was about how being the receiver and being the giver are both just, just modalities of how you relate in tefillah. It doesn't have to be, we, we don't always have to be the nook and God be the za. That's just one, one way of, you know, the eye of thing. That's just one way of seeing it, but it's really their concept in themselves. And the usually actually happens between them. You know, after we strengthen this and strengthen that, so we say, okay, he's standing there and she's standing there. And now, they have a yichud, which is Shalem is really where the yichud happens. Basically, I mean, yisod, we get the yisod, and then that's that's yichud. That's that uh, literally says that we that we walk out, uh, we we take three steps out after right when we finish Manasseh to like to let the yichud happen and and, and feast and and sneers. So we we kind of uh, give them space. That's that's literally how he how he sees it. Um, and there's other reasons for that also, and even in his language, but that's, um, that's usually where it happens. So. Now and we talk about generally like kind of strengthening the, the netzach, strengthening that that side. And in that sense, we talk about her receiving that uh, directly. In other words, it's not that I've accepted it and now and now you're there, now you're there to receive it. And and the the the, the movement of receiving it, the movement of, of getting it is going to be thanks. Thank you doesn't necessarily mean saying thank you. It it more abstractly means uh, receive. Like uh, and Thank you. That's just that's just the word that says that. Hoda'a, right? Like we talk about hoda'a as just being uh, admitting, or it's not really mean that, but it's like uh, agreeing or accepting. So there's his acceptance and her acceptance, and and it's kind of grows up one out of the other. So if uh, and that that's where all these dynamics, all these dynamics, all these changes are interesting, and in the in the kind of play between. Is it about? him accepting me and me accepting him and us being accepted, reconciled to each other. And how strong is, is the first move? How strong is the second move? 
and how strong is the third move? Well, the third move is always going to be what happens out of those two moves. Right? There's nothing, uh, nothing really to do. I mean, technically there's something to do, but it's not. Um, we get to Hanukkah and and we mostly are going to talk, we're not really going to be able to talk about um, the Netzach and so in, in, in that sense. And it actually matches very much with Hanukkah and Pirin being something that we just totally made up. Nah, we didn't find any, I mean, we wrote a Pusik after, after Hanukkah, so in that sense, after Purim, in that sense, it's more Netzach, but it, that was still made up by us, so it's still Netzach Shebuhayt. In other words, it's still the Netzach coming down to the Hoyt more than the Hoyt going to Netzach, like the Hoyt, or, or generally on Purim and so on. Um, so we could think about the strengthening, the, the thing that, 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 that's uh, powerful or, or overpowers or stronger on Hanukkah in the, in the sense of the day is going to always be the thing on the on the hood, the thing of uh, of the bechas moedim sounding better. That that's that's uh, um, the yichud of Hanukkah. We could talk about it as as uh, and and that's and, and in that space we could talk about her receiving her part directly, not through the netzach, not through not through Yaakov. It's not really not through the netzach. It's really not through uh, the Yaakov. Not through the Whichever uh, like summary we always put it into, whichever uh, image we always put it into, we could try to like go to the source, like before the translation. That's, <laughs> that's the language I've been using before the translation, and then there's a yichud that's going to happen. This is always going to be causing a yichud. It's not therefore staying separate, but it's to cause a yichud in which um, now which kind of yichud happens here is, is a really an interesting question. Like you could ask a technical question, which is. But generally, we talk, we can, yichud generally means that. So generally, generally, yichud literally means you're receiving something from me. That's what a yichud is. Um, whoever the nook is, whatever the nook is, and then the yichud is, is, that's literally what it means. Because yichud is not, you have to think of it as like a, an abstract sense. And, and yichud is that, that's what it is. And actually, also in a not abstract sense, that's literally what it is. <laughs> There's someone giving something to someone else, and that's what it is. To really, if there would be real independence, this is kind of a fantasy. It's impossible. The world doesn't actually work like this. Not about the psychological independence. We talk about a lot of different levels of independence, but uh, yichud literally means me giving you something and you receiving it. Um, so if if it would be totally true that you could receive it from wherever I received it, that wouldn't be anything. That would not be interesting at all. So what could it mean to? To have uh, to both receive it directly. Yeah, so it, it must mean in a in a in a non-separated uh, way, right? I, I can give like theories about this in a, in a in a theoretical, like in a in a just talking way. I don't really, I can't really uh, give a theory in a technical sense, in the in, in the precise technical sense right now. Danizel does have language where he tries to uh, figure out this um, this question, specifically in Shami Atayda, where he talks about the Levana becoming smaller, and then we want her to become, you know, the, the, the we want the moon to be as great as the sun, but we still want them to have some kind of yichad, and we actually talk about the, great, the greatest yichad being them both. So we call that Shtem Mishtam Shem Bekeser Echad. So, like as you said, we can't be Mishtam Bekeser Echad, but we do want to be Mishtam Bekeser Echad, you know. Eventually, when we get to the when we get to the real when we get to the real yichud, and this seems to be something similar to that. Talks about the shchodes. It talks about that openly. And this seems to be something. Um, Maybe saying that saying that kind of put something in my mind. Maybe the idea is that uh, well, we generally relate to yichud as one giving and one receiving. Perhaps the higher level or the the potential ultimate yichud is not one giving and one receiving, but the complete uh, uh, dissolution of the separateness between the two. And so that the giving and the receiving is done at the same time. Yeah, that Does might that make be, any sense. Might be close, closer. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't have language for that. No, no, no. Just because what you said before, if we're thinking like in terms of like you know the messianic goal and all and all that. Yeah, the way he generally thinks of it is something like. Them both having the same uh, the same source, which is always true. So 
In other words, there's, there's somebody evident in the whole idea of her receiving from him. Because they need to be both receiving from Imma or from wherever the source, uh, from wherever the source is. And, and the fact that there's like a third, there's like an extra step for some reason. In other words, this step he seems to see as the Evid, the step where, where she needs to go through him. The Rochel needs to go through Yaakov, right? To, to use his language. Is, he, seems, he seems to see that as somewhat extra. That's, that's a step that doesn't really need to be there. And, and it could be that actually, um, in, in a certain sense, we don't really, I don't know if this would be correct. We have to think about the whole concept of Yechad, if, if it's really only with the Yechad. That's a really the real question, right? Because in a certain sense, if, if we talk about Yechad as being, in Darila's language, you know, fixing what is broken, uh, you know, which leads to all of this and so on. Uh, Okay, so what what is the like unbroken way of thinking, right? And he seems so, to actually say many times in, in we talk about in Al Makidam and different places that in in what is the Lakhila, right? How would the world have looked without all of these problems? <laughs> what uh, or another or another way of asking it, how would it look? Ramak asked, asked this question and when he talks about the spheres, and he said you can't say that the point of them is is this whole you know, Bechira and, and all of that, because well, what are you going to do when Mashiach comes? Like, are we going to change? Are we going to just cancel that? Are you going to cancel Hanukkah when Mashiach comes? Or everything? Because everything is just about, you know, fixing something that is broken in some sense. Or uh, being mashlim, some chisaron. The immediate imagery that comes to mind is, is kind of first Yichud, right? The idea of man and woman being created as one, being split, and then you could be an idea of being basar echad, but it's, you know, basar echad during yichud, and the idea, again, is to completely do away with it to, to the point where two individuals do not see any differences between each other. Yeah, well, um, let's not talk about the individuals. I'm talking about the spirit now, because the individuals are, going, are, are, in a certain sense, already... The fact that there are individuals is ready because of all of this. So we have to think about the world before there were individuals. Uh, right, right. But that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Before Adam and Chava were split into two. Right. But before uh, that, that, was, that wasn't either the best. So in other words, um, we have to think about um, not literally for like before the Nasiru, because that doesn't, at least that isn't considered the correct stage. And that is, uh, we could think about uh, we could think about what what we could think about is somehow, for example, in his language, like Zon being like Avavim. In other words, uh, they both, in, which have the same kind of structure where they're both receiving from Kese, from Arich, but they don't seem to have really this conflict generally. There isn't, there is a Yechad Avavim, of course, uh, but since um, they don't seem to be considered lower one than each other ever. So this whole drama of of her needing to, you know, this kind of needing to get, get out of Oil and, and grow to be as, as high as the and all of that, that doesn't exist in in Ima, right? Uh, but they do have a source and they do have uh, some kind of difference, right? They're not the same thing. Um, what I was starting to say is that Idol seems to see that and the stages before there was Shvira, the stages before we talk about deficiencies and things like that, actually the Nook has something which the Zad doesn't have. So she does have this kind of source and the more direct source in some sense or independent source for different different calculations that he has, uh, how this how this uh, how this works out. But it seems to be true that the fact that the Nook needs the Zad is something that happened uh, is not the correct state, and we have to think about it in a lot for a lot of in a lot of ways how this and it's, it definitely matches very well to the Shkodesh, right? Because the Shkodesh, the whole story of that is the moon becoming small, and now we're trying. We found the new moon again, right? So we're right. getting it to to come back, and of course we're not. I think the problem is that we're not there, so therefore we don't really know how to talk about it. And when we talk about it, and when we dream about it, we kind of dream about it in silly ways. Like, okay, let's let's all be equal. Right. What does that even mean to be all equal? You need to explain what that means. Like, right. At least, like, give me a technical definition. Give me a biological definition explanation of what that would mean. Like, what's really, like, right, right. 
I think that, you know, you could talk psychologically, it's, it's kind of easy. Okay, let's not be needy. I could give you a very easy psychological, uh, you know, level definition, right? We don't, two people that have a, uh, uh, which is a, would be true, right? If we talk about two people having a relationship not based on need, but based on want, that's the basic, that's the basic modern understanding, right? Let's stop being based, I don't need you. You know, let's say a woman that, you know, has her own business, so she doesn't need her husband, but she wants him, right? They're having a deliberate relationship. And, but now the problem with that is that wanting is just choosing to need. Huh. That's, that's a quotable one-liner there. Wanting so, is choosing to need. Yeah, so therefore you didn't really solve the problem when you think about the basic uh, reality. The basic, because there's still neediness in the world. You're just using it in a nicer way. And of course, you know, being needy is you know, considered bad nowadays. So we kind of like, okay, and, and it is bad. In other words, it's like you don't feel good when you're in that kind of state. So, uh, But you just... But the actual, once you, you are in the relationship, you are just, the dynamic is still going to be, uh, you know, one person uh, taking something from the other. Maybe they're both taking from each other in different times. And, you know, we could kind of make it equal in that sense, right? So have 50% of the time I teach you and 50% of the time you teach me. But that, that, that's still not that's really still back and forth. Yeah, okay. that's, still, that's still assuming the world is ba- built out of lack and, and fulfillment. And, okay, so we you know kind of trying to play around with who's lack and who's fulfillment uh i think that in the more original sense he's trying to get at that the world doesn't need to really be that world <laughs> it's not uh, necessary it's not that it should be a world of lack and fulfillment it might be able to be just a world of fullness uh in some sense maybe or maybe not or maybe it just can't be and that's why we're still stuck in this and we're never going to get out of it because there's no reason no way to go <laughs> Right. Uh, but in the, the point is that nowadays, in one, if you understand that we're not there yet, which is true, which is also why I'm kind of not happy right now with talking about all kinds of fantasies, like utopian, like because, well, because it's great if it helps me define something, but I want to understand, I mean, I want to move from Monday to Tuesday, it's not really helping me. Um, but if we can, we could talk about like different steps in this, where we, like we talk about here, like, okay, there's going to be a yichet, so of course, we're not really speaking of a language in a language where yichad is not needed, you know, no thanks. We're talking about yichad is needed, but we could talk about her receiving her part in a more uh, direct way before it got his chat. Maybe that's even better for the yichad because maybe that makes, that means that he's not really talking with himself all the time, right? And, and this is, but this is another psychological, Psychologization. How do you, how do you say? How, do, how would I say that one? Psychologization. Psychological. <laughs> <laughs> that's a word. That would be another kind of thing like that, where I would say, yeah, uh, to the, there's there's a problem with teaching people. Uh, teaching is an easier example. With the problem with teaching people, where everything, with all their questions, are questions that you taught them. Because mm-hmm. although you pretend to have you know, dialogue, you don't really have dialogue. So it's just you playing around with yourself. Of course, mm-hmm. it's another level of yourself. So there's something happening. It's not fake, but it's, uh, in the same sense, if the yichad is everything she has, like let, we talk about all the gvurot, right? That's what the that would say. All the gvurot that she has, I really received from him. So maybe <laughs> they're ready. The Rizal says this in Rishon, right? Anything that there's amtaka in that. The Rishon, he talks about this as a problem. Just don't remember. He talks, in Rishon, he talks about the fact that she receives gvuras from Emma directly and not from him. As a problem, and it talks about the shoifer and all of those as coming to rectify that problem. So there's a problem with that, and then the reason is because anything that goes through any level is going to be uh, moved and transformed in his way. So, for example, we talk about gvurot, which is what the nook usually gets. If we talk about gvurot coming directly from him, they're going to be stronger generally, and if they go through him, they're going to have went through already his process and therefore uh, being more nimutah. In other words, the yichad is what's mounting them because you're getting gvurot, but not, not directly as pure gvurot. You're getting them in a way which you can understand them, in a way which you could handle them. And of course, not entirely because then that would ruin the whole point. They don't become chesed, right? <laughs> that's not what we did. Right. But they still, they went through something. So in a certain sense, that's good. That, that's, and that yichad is good. In other words, the yichad is there to fix this problem. <laughs> well, we can also think of it the other direction in which we didn't fix any problem. You just... Uh, Kind of made the pro- put the problem into yourself, and now you're playing within yourself. 
So maybe if, that, if we cut, cut out that step and actually have the courage to to leave it like a traditional, like it's also a right? Which means that it also generally would work in this direction. That's why they have the whole story. But if you actually can work with her having her own light and then having a yichud, maybe that would actually be a better tikkun. In other words, not only we not we have to talk about a world which doesn't need tikkun, we can talk about it being a better tikkun because it works with the bigger problems, with the problems before they were before they were. Uh, how do you say? Before they were like sugar coated. <laughs> right. Uh, that's another way of thinking about this. But this is all just ways and ideas. Anyways, that's that's the story with Hanukkah, with the Nook having her own her own light on Hanukkah. And that's being connected to being in Hoid, and that's where the Yichad is, and therefore I forgot to get to this. Therefore, he has this language of the Difference between Shabbos and Hanukkah, where Shabbos is her going up to him, but Hanukkah is him going down to her. That's yeah. why we have to do Hanukkah before Shabbos, because otherwise we kind of be going down the escalator when we're supposed to be after we went up, which is useless. Um, that's his chat. Um, and that's also why in the Aloha, if you only have one, you can do Shabbos, because Shalom Bayes. Shalom Bayes literally means Yichat, right? So the Shabbos Yichat is technically better, but if, if, you're in a, if you're in a lower state, then you need Hanukkah first. That's, that's basically his way of. Uh, Explaining that Allah. Um, so anyways, may we uh, figure out where we are and have the light over there and maybe then move it to Yichud. Amen. Thank you, Rabbi. Chag Sameach. Yes. And uh, yeah. there's no, what, 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 uh, what special thing is said for Hanukkah? Allah no, there isn't. Oh, like no, the, no, no, I'm saying what greeting? Is there a special like greeting? Hanukkah, yeah, right. No, no, another one. <laughs> Alrighty. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.